Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our good buddy King. Uh, don't think he's too happy because of his devils. <laughs> why is that? Why is that got to be the first thing you say? Why? Like I'm trying to, like I'm trying to stay upbeat for the show. I'm trying to have a, you know, to, to still try to have a positive outlook for the show, at least not be just an absolute miserable bastard uh, for our for our time here and. Uh, First thing you got to say when you introduce to me, ah, he's not too happy. The devils of his, you know, it's like, oh boy, they really, they really ate it last night and, and all the other nights. Then their goaltending is <laughs> a sieve. And oh boy, it's the kid doing this six to one, five to one, six to one. They're just losing games. We won one game, but even that was eight to four because our goaltending can't stop anything. If it wasn't the fact that we scored eight goals, we would have lost that game too. would have been swept in the goddamn series. <laughs> I mean, would, would I not be a friend if I didn't do that? I'm. I honestly don't know how we are friends. I really <laughs> like with the whole Giants Eagles thing, and then you hated hockey to begin with, and yeah. then when I get you into hockey, oh, I like the Flyers, like an asshole. Uh, and then, uh, uh, well, baseball. I mean, you like Baltimore, so that doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> Baltimore's no, you, you know, you're, you're laughing at them, and I'm taking this win for now because I know how Baltimore is going to end the year. But Baltimore's in second place, and the Yankees are in last. So yeah, no, Yankees. Uh, the, the, both the Yankees. What's a, I'll put this question to you. We don't talk a lot of baseball here, and for good reason. But um, what would you put as the bigger disappointment in New York right now? The Yankees or the Mets? Oh, the Yankees. Well, no way. The Mets. Really? Were, the Mets were the ones that. Blew like a hundred billion dollars on players, weren't they? They spent so much money. They tried to put together everything else. You know, they they were putting together a super team. They were gonna be like, no, we're not gonna, we're you know, because they 
they faded down the stretch last year after having a remarkable season, very good season. 101 wins, I think. Well, you know, uh, so they faded at the end of the year and then got uh, crushed by the Padres. I, I, I would still probably stick with the Yankees, though, because here, here's here's my, my feeling. And I've said this multiple times on the show about different um, sports teams. You cannot just buy players, um, like multiple players, and just think they're going to work just like that. And... You know, we see it that's with the, the Mets. Mets. Well, yeah, we see it with that's the, Mets. The, the Mets. That's not the Yankees. No, the, no, what I, did the Yankees do? The, the Yankees, Yankees The Yankees didn't buy anybody. Yeah, but yeah, you're, you're using a 90s trope about the, oh, the Yankees. No, no, no. no. But first of all, everybody buys their teams now. No. Unless you're like the, the, the Yankees, Orioles the A's. The Yankees know? are supposed to be, you know, the top first, second team in that division every year. That's the feeling ever since I, I was right, little. Right, right. They're in last place, and the Orioles, who are supposed to be shit this year, are in second place. Absolutely, absolutely. No, the so, Yankees. No, trust me, the Yankees are a disappointment. Don't get that twisted. Yeah, that's as. But my question, just for now, like if looking at it from an objective eye, with the off-season moves, with the expectations, everything like that. It, to me, being in this area, you know, in in the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area, yeah, uh, it feels like the Mets had a lot more buzz going into the year. Like having spent all that money, having tried, you know, put all the chips out on the table, and then to just fall as incredibly flat as they have. Now the Yankees, again. They're disappointing. They spent a lot of money on Aaron uh, Judge to bring him back. They, yeah. you know, they still haven't made some moves. Some people wanted to get rid of Aaron Boone. They didn't do that. Uh, people want to get rid of Brian Cashman. They haven't got rid of him yet. <laughs> uh, don't even bring up Hicks. Nobody wants him around. Although I think he finally hit a home run yesterday. So congratulations to him. Um, but so that I think that disappointment is there. But I think uh, according to preseason buzz. I think right now the Mets are a more disappointing team. And here's the other thing, too, that I'll put forward. It feels like, and again, I'm judging this on on nothing concrete or statistical. I'm just basing this on feelings, nothing more feelings. Um, It feels like the Yankees have a better shot to turn us around and to gain some momentum by June, July, all-star break time than the Mets do. For the Mets, it seems like everything's falling apart, and it like I'm. It's hard to see a way they put it together. See, the only way I think the Yankees could turn us around eventually is if Aaron the the 2022 Aaron Judge from last year shows back up, and not the Aaron Judge who gets hurt every freaking year. You know, he right. got he got his money, and now he's back to his old ways of oh, I got a little little. He's got the, well, he's got a hip flexor, man. As somebody who has bad hips, I got it. You know, like I, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, and it's also earlier in the season. Like if this was, you know, late August or September, or near in the, you know, the the home stretch here. Yeah. You're trying to get into the playoffs or winning the division or something. I'm like, yeah, you know, tough it out. Do what you gotta do. But when you're in April and May, listen. If he's got to sit for ten days with the hip, let him sit ten days for the hip. That's fine. Um, 
But again, I just it feels like because that's something too. It's like oh, and once he gets healed up, he gets back in the lineup. Maybe some of the Yankee bats wake up. Maybe the because the Yankee pitching hasn't been terrible. Yeah, you know, there's been some spots where it's been awful. Don't get me wrong, but it hasn't been terrible. Um, I I, I it just feels that with the Mets pitching has been horrendous. The Mets are and for what they spent on that pitching rotation. And for like none of them to be there, yeah, you know, like, that, that's the other know, thing. Verlander, what a waste! The Verlander contract was a waste. Like I don't know what, why they spent that money on him, but I mean, yeah, and that's the other thing you gotta remember too is there's a reason why they were free agents. You know, okay, yes, Verlander probably thought he was worth what he got, and uh, oh, I think it was what with the Astros last year. Astros. Hey, listen, yeah, he won a champion. He won a champion. Yeah. He won a ring. And I mean, he's 958 years old. You know, he's not the guy he used to be. And here, the Mets, you know, probably I would say overpaid him, especially with how he's playing right now. What's what's the old saying? You're you're worth what someone's willing to pay you. Yeah. And so you know, he's worth that money apparently to Steve Cohen. But uh, and Steve Cohen. Let's not forget. Listen, (laughs) for for as much as Verlander may not be the best uh, on the field at this moment, man. Plus, he's a big cry. No banging Kate Upton, man. So that's a you know that is always going to be he's that, that's he's always winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's a con. He's got a constant W. He's got two rings, I think now, uh, with the Astros, uh, and he's got Kate Upton. So I mean, that's that's a that's a win for even if he didn't have World Series rings, he's got Kate Upton. Yeah. it's a win. He's Good a lo- for him. He's a loser on the field, but a winner off the field. The guy literally just won a ring last year. Was an integral part of that team I'm just, winning. A I'm ring. just saying, he's not he, a loser. He sucks. It's like this everybody's year. saying Aaron Rodgers sucks. Oh, he's terrible because he had one bad year after winning back-to-back MVPs in a year. Like, come on. What like, have you done? For, let's be serious. Here. What have you done for me lately? That's what oh, sports my. is all about. It is, but also like he does like he doesn't suck. Well, he sucks. Kate up to the pits. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, Kids, if you're listening, earmuffs. That's inappropriate. That was highly inappropriate. <laughs> I want to apologize to all the women who listen to our show. Uh, I know I should call them breasts, not tits. It's is a highly offensive word. Um, and uh, I apologize. A lot of apologies going out. Yeah. A lot of apologies going out. Uh, I don't know if you noticed. We're not going to talk about it here. We're not going to talk about it. But I don't know if you saw the Oakland Days announcer. No, I didn't see that. Oh, I saw I saw about Barstool. Oh my God, Barstool Sports. I saw. Oh, oh my God. Oh wait, was it during? Oh my God, was it during a broadcast or something? Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah okay. A, they're doing a they're doing a game intro yep. or something like that. He's talking about, and apparently he 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 has a history of working with, um, the I believe it's the Negro League Hall of Fame. Okay. And you know all the history and stuff like that. Uh, and at some point in whatever intro they were doing or told you a little banter back and forth or whatever <clears throat> he went to go mention uh, uh either i think it was a player or something to do with the negro leagues okay he did not say negro leagues oh boy yeah i remember this now yeah he said the other <laughs> one hard on hard everything <laughs> oh boy oh boy if, if you're if you're up in the booth with him at that moment how do you react? Well, now that the, the other guy, he's getting crap for it now because he was dead silent afterwards. Oh, and they were saying, oh, he should have spoke up and said something. It's like, 
what are you talking about? After that happens, like anybody's reaction is going to be instantly stunned <laughs> silence. Like, yeah, there, there, there's he no just help. Say what I think he said. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Oh, not good. Not good. An apology <laughs> is not going to cover that one. Yeah, I saw, an I saw apology about, is not going to cover that one. About that one, and then Barstool Sports. I think over the weekend they had to fire one of the guys because he quoted a rap song or something, and the N word was in there. So oh, was had, it? Was that Mitzi? Is that where they got Mitzi, rid of Mitzi? Yes, and, got rid of Mitzi. I know. And even, I know Mitzi was a big part of there, but I didn't know why he got fired. I didn't see any of that. Yeah, even Portnoy came out um, and admitted he didn't. He did not want to fire him, but the company that bought Barstool out said you gotta fire them because there was uh the 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 company that that owns them has like five or six um casinos and they were it was at penn national something like that yeah Yeah. so they were threatening to to pull their licenses and stuff like that and so yeah Uh, well listen at the end of the day like there there are some things you could like you know oh tits oh i'm sorry i meant breasts i'm sorry yeah you you know i'm sorry i apologize whatever um even though i don't think tits is that bad uh, but there's some things that you just can't say. I get that. And you can argue some things in a political spectrum and you can say this or that about other things. There's no arguing that. <laughs> yeah. You just can't say it. You, you can't say it. Yeah. You can't say it. And if there's, that doesn't matter. And I, you know, listen, I think it's a, 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 that word can't be said on the air yeah. by anybody of any color. Yeah, totally. This agree. is not a thing where it's like you know uh, a rap song or where like uh, like the Mitzi thing, but you know where you 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 know if somebody uses the A instead of the hard R, or you could try to weasel your way around that. Like, but that's not what happened here. This yeah. this was a full on slip of the tongue hard R when you're trying to talk about the Negro leagues, and instead you call it the that leagues, <laughs> like. Whoops! Like, listen, I don't know what happened to your mind at that point. I don't know where you slipped off to, but no, there's no coming. Like, I'm sorry, there's no coming back. <laughs> and I listen. That's something that I know, and I'm aware of as well. You're aware of. I think anybody who does a podcast or does anything uh, remotely related to broadcasting in any way, shape, or form knows um, <clears throat> just some things you can't say. Yeah. There's just some things you can't say. And probably at the very top of that list is that. <laughs> and uh, who boy, oh, it's an uncomfortable clip to watch. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm assuming he got fired. Uh, he has been indefinitely suspended upon investigation. Yeah, he's done. So he's fired. <laughs> so people are trying to fight for his job. People are under the comments like, "No, he's been he works for." You know, trying to save, preserve the history of the Negro Leagues, and he's he's always like, it just must have been a you know what whatever slip of the tongue, or you know he flubbed something. And it's like, listen, I've forgotten words at some point, or flubbed the word here or there. Never has I replaced one word with that word, <laughs> especially in that context. Yeah, like I'm saying now here again. I don't think he did it purposely. I don't think he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call all these people the and have that, you know, like, no. But the fact of the matter is, is that he said it. Yeah. 
and it's not it's not what you mean. I say this all the time to people too. It's not what you mean. It's what you say. Yeah. He might have meant the Negro Leagues. That's not what he said. Yeah. And that is uh, that's unfortunate. That uh, his career is going to take a shot, and maybe after a while he could try to rehabilitate the image somewhat. Because again, I, there's nothing about him that screams that he's racist. He's not done anything like that. Yeah. Uh, in the past, there's nothing like that there. But uh, at the end of the day. Like that's <laughs> no <laughs> nope. Nope, nope 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 that's not gonna be uh, that's not gonna be I mean I, and the A's are bad enough as it is like this is just another cherry <laughs> on the top of how bad the A's are um, and uh, man. I'd be willing to bet Las Vegas is probably calling them up down like oh, remember that new stadium you guys want yeah no we're we're, we're taking that away you guys stay uh, there Vegas is gonna be like oh, maybe you know get a new broadcasting team because. Uh, <laughs> Don't know about that. Uh, we'll see. All of a sudden, though, the the North Car- the North Carolina bid trying to get a major league baseball team is like, hey, we'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of our boys. We'll oh, make you the highest paid. <laughs> oh, we don't want. I'm, so, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, I apologize to the fine people of North Carolina. I didn't stereotype <laughs> you as all a bunch of hood wearing clan racists. Uh, you know, I just know that there's a lot of you there, but you know, not all of you. I didn't want to, I don't want to put you all in the box. So again, I apologize to the state of North Carolina and, uh, and Hey, here's the, here's the hoping you get yourself a baseball team. I don't know. <laughs> um, so kind of switching gears here. Uh, let's, let's go back to talking hockey. <laughs> um, talking hockey. So fill me in a little bit here. Um, what's the whole controversy going on with, uh, the Blackhawks getting the number one overall draft pick. Um, none other than the fact that ESPN screwed up their graphics, See. and it showed. I think it either showed Anaheim or Columbus as like the number one getting the number one pick. Um, and that wasn't the case. So I don't know if there was like a placeholder graphic or somebody has something like that. But I think what, that's what happened. Um, and it and it got onto the air. And so people saw that, got excited by it, and then when Bill Daly actually turned over the placards, and it was Chicago who got it. Yeah, like people were like, "Oh, it's fucking rigged! Oh, <laughs> this whole thing is rigged." Which, by the way, I just want to put this out here: Pers- personal opinion time, um, which I have a lot of. Grab your popcorn, oh. folks. Uh, no, this one's not a popcorn <laughs> one. This one's just uh, fairly simple. Um, draft lotteries are stupid. I don't like them. Oh my god, I, to- oh, I totally what agree. You, what do you mean? You got, you got to stop teams from tanking. Who, who's tanking? Who's tanking? Name me a player who's tanking who says I'm going to purposely lose these games so that my team and my owner can get a better draft pick and they can ship me off somewhere because they're going to try to make this team better anyway. So I'm going to basically try to lose and make and play myself out of a job where, cause anybody else who looks at me trying to blow a game is going to be like, well, we're not bringing him in. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what sport, whether it's hockey, basketball, football, baseball, anybody, anybody who puts forward that, Oh, they're just tanking. They're trying to tank. Why? What player in their right mind would tank? Yeah. Would, would purposely play worse or play bad or purposely try to lose knowing that 
they'd be playing themselves out of a job. So this idea that somehow the lottery protects things for, uh, uh, you know, teams from tanking to get a better draft pick. You want to see how well tanking looks? Look at the Houston Texans last year. Number one team, they're going to get the number one pick, going to get the number one pick. Then they win their final game of the year, get the number two pick. And not only because- – if they were tanking, if they were tanking, uh, uh, whoever they caught, was it Davis Mills last year or whatever? Yeah. He would have thrown the ball out of the back of the end zone on that two-point conversion. He Or they would have just tried to not score a touchdown at the end of the game, preserve that number one pick. Did they do that? No. Why? Because they're not trying to tank. And the, the flip side the of that, too. The owner may want them to. The owner may want them to. But they're not going to. The coaching staff isn't going to do that. Yeah. Nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to try to lose. And and the- and that's that nonsense bothers me because it's like, oh well, that's why you have to have a lottery. No, have the worst team get the number one pick. That you end all controversies. Controversies there. You end all. Oh well, this team has a four point six percent chance of getting this. With this ball, and the team that had a 1.3% chance ended up getting it. And that's a fair, or they, did they pick up the right ball, or did they use the right placard in the right spot? Or who gives a shit? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Just have it be where you finish lines up. And now and people are trying to talk about having the NFL get a lottery system. Oh, we have to protect the NFL to, to, to stop that. Again, all you have to do is look at last year, look at the Houston Texans. Nobody's fucking tanking. Sorry to use foul language. I apologize <laughs> for my foul language use. But I'm telling you, nobody's tanking. So get rid of the lotteries. Get rid of the lottery in the NBA, which always was the the uh there was always the uh conspiracy theory that the Knicks rigged the what was it, the eighty six draft? Yeah. By having the envelope with Pat, you know, that their number one pick was the colder envelope, and David Stern was able to find out which one was that and picked it out and said, Oh, it's the Knicks. And he's like, Oh, it's this is all rigged. It's all rigged. Guess what? If you're the worst team, you get the number one pick. If you're the second worst team, you get the number two pick, and just so on and so forth. How it should be. Enough of this draft lottery nonsense. You're not winning the Powerball. And- if you're the worst, guess what? You get Carnage Bedard. Your whole, your whole. Thing to congratulations to the Ducks. The Ducks should be the number one pick. Okay, they should be because they're the worst team. They had the worst record. They had the best odds of having the number one pick in a draft lottery. That's why they shouldn't be a draft lottery. Ducks were worse. They should get the number one pick. If, but if, no, if who if, gets it? Chicago. And and just look at the Eagles last year too. They were two minutes away from the Super Bowl, but have has have a very good GM that knows how to trade and they picked up the, the tent. So there was no, obviously no tanking there and they still got a high draft pick. What? Yeah. You're saying about teams tanking to get a, high, a higher draft pick. Just have a good GM that knows how to fucking make trades. Too yeah, good. but what, yeah, but the Eagles were not, why would the Eagles, the Eagles were in a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying though is, they still had a good GM that was able to get a high draft pick because he's good at trading. Yeah, but that's trades and that stuff like that. No, I get that. I understand that, but that's not, no, like, uh, uh, no, I mean, um, I I agree the same thing. The the draft lottery for sports in general is just freaking stupid. I don't like it. It should, they should get rid of it anyway, but 
it is rather convenient that Chicago, who just is in, in the midst of rebuilding, just traded away their generational superstar in Patrick Kane as he's getting older. Taves is leaving. You know, they're kind of doing like that. All of a sudden, they do win the number one pick uh, in the draft lottery to, for the next generational talent, the one, the, the best person they say since uh, uh, Sidney Crosby yeah. to come through and Connor Bedard. And it's like, all right, but in reality, he should be going to the Ducks. He should because the Ducks were the worst team. But we have this, you know, and, and that's the other thing too. Is like, well, now what are the Ducks? Like, you, if, if you're a bad team and you don't even get the first pick, and sometimes you don't even get the second or third, if you're the worst team, you can get end up getting third or fourth or fifth. And it's like, why? Like, how are you supposed to get better? Yeah, That's the whole point. If you're that bad, you get the higher draft pick in order to try to get the better talent that's out there to help you turn things around. So the lottery kind of keeps certain teams down. And I, I, like, again, I'm not saying Chicago was great. They weren't, they were pretty terrible this year, but they weren't the absolute worst. That was the ducks. They should be the number one pick, but let me ask. I don't think it was rigged. I don't think, I, I don't think the lottery is rigged. Uh, I think it's rather convenient that Chicago got the pick, but I don't think it's rigged. Yeah. Uh, but also, I don't think it's necessary. I, I, I don't see the draft lottery in any of the sports, basketball, hockey, that have it. Um, I, I, I don't see the draft lottery as necessary. And for people trying to call for the NFL to do it, um, stop. You're stupid. And any sports fan that's out there is like, well, you know, tanking is a real thing. No, it's not. Stop it. You're dumb. You're awful. <laughs> Stop having opinions. The end. Sorry. Again, I apologize for being so forceful. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> You're allowed to have your opinions as everybody is here in America. So I apologize for that on behalf of King. Uh, uh, of, yeah. of Stay Tuned Sports. Well, um, the, the opinions of King do not represent Stay Tuned Sports or Jim Cashline <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Let me, so let me ask you this since we're talking about drafts. Um, rookies, obviously, out of the top four sports, baseball, football, basketball, and, and hockey, which is which league when it comes to rookies do you think has a higher chance of them not making it? Like, so for example, um, football. So, you so Pat, well, a, a like, football draft, a good 70 to 75 percent of draft picks in the NFL draft will not be good. Oh, and I'm talking all, I'm talking from first round through uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. All 200 and something picks every year in the NFL draft. If you're drafted in the NFL draft, the odds are far more in favor of you being out of the league in a year or two years than you being a good, reliable starter, let alone a great player. Like that, just doesn't happen. See, I would think you baseball. I, I would think baseball. Baseball's a lot like baseball's a lot like hockey, though, where you draft people and they go into the farm system, and you can work on them that way. And sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. But they don't like you have your one or two players that you pick that are that good that they can jump right into the league, like your Sidney Crosby's. Like your Connor McDavid's, yeah, uh, Taylor Holes, things like that. 
uh, Jack Hughes. Uh, you have those kind of players that jump into the league when they're 18, 19 years old and are that good. But again, you're talking about that's literally three players, three or four players. And now if you add Connor Bedard, he's he's going to be one of those players. But you're talking about that's four players in the last 20 years, four or five players in the last 20 years that are like that. Yeah. And that's in hockey. Look at the same with baseball. Like you have those generational guys that are, you know, couple a couple of pictures. Stroudsburg was there for a bit. Um, you know, but for the most part, like that's the other thing too. With a baseball draft, who the fuck even knows who gets drafted in baseball? Nobody knows what the baseball draft is. Yeah. Nobody sees and they pick like a million people. Yeah. And again, most of them go through the farm leagues. And if they do well there, they move up, move up, move up, and then they come into the league. But by that time, they've you, you know, for the most part, by the time somebody makes it to major league baseball, that they're gonna be okay and they're gonna be good to yeah. be in the show, you know, because they've gone through all the farm leagues, they've gone through stuff, and it's like, okay, they've proved themselves on every level. Kind of the same with hockey. When you know, when these players get drafted outside of the first couple picks most everybody's going straight to the farm leagues or going back to juniors yeah uh, like in canada or back to their european clubs or back to college uh i know because uh, that happened with luke hughes with the devils like he got drafted and then went just went back to michigan you know and played there they went to the frozen four this year i think so um like it that, that, that's still that kind of stuff the nfl doesn't have that yeah. So the NFL has uh, you. You get picked in the NFL. There's no farm league. There's no. You got to prove yourself. You get. You get picked. You got to show up and and be ready to go. And there are some players who do it. There's some players who take a little while, and there's a vast majority that don't. And that's what I mean is like even with some of the players that are picked in hockey or baseball that. Maybe they don't make it to the to to the majors or to the top level, but they can still have a career in the minors. They still make pretty decent money. They still play the game. They can play for a decade or more down, mm. you know, granted it's the minors. It's maybe not the best and maybe not everybody's like, you know, you know, it sucks. I really, I really wish I could have broke up to the majors, but they can still make a career out of playing baseball or hockey. Yeah. Um, football is not that. You know, it's you're either you're either good or you're a bust. And I think the number is somewhere around like 70 or 75 percent of draft picks in the NFL end up being a bust. Uh, You know, and like I said, look at all the first round picks from this year. There will be maybe three to five that I'll say will be great players or still in the league within five years. Hopefully, Jalen Carter. I think you're going to have a lot of players again. They'll play two or three years. They'll be good for a little bit, or they'll be middling. They'll be, you know, they'll be a special teams player. You might have some that hang around like that, like you know, they'll run punt coverage or something. Uh, but they don't, you know, they don't end up making it. Yeah. You know, look at some past number one picks. Look at Johnny Manziel. Look at, uh, you know, look at uh, 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 Baker. For all he's done, like he did well in Cleveland, but then after that, he's bounced around to three different teams in two years. Yeah. Now on his fourth team, you know, with uh, with, with Tampa, 
you know, um, is he good? Is he great? No. You know, he's hanging on. He's still playing because there's a team desperate enough that needs a quarterback and he's good enough. Yeah. But, you know, um, look at Sam Bradford. Yeah. The man made more money being on a bench than anybody in the history of the (laughs) NFL. And he was a, he was a high first round pick, you know, and that's it. Sometimes your high first round picks don't make it; they just don't. Mario Williams, supposed to be a great defensive player, he was all right. Yeah, but he wasn't a decent career. But he was he's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, how many Hall of Famers are you going to get? And that's what I mean when people say they have can't miss draft picks. This guy is going to be electric. This guy is an absolute certifiable future Hall of Famer. Cannot not pick him. You have to pick this guy. It's like. How the fuck do you know? Yeah. How do you know Mel Kuyper? How do you know Todd McShay? You don't. And that's it. Nobody. I mean, I remember people. I remember the arguments. Should it be Peyton or should it be Ryan Leaf? Who's better? Who's going to be better? And there was a significant portion of the pundit uh, 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 community out there on ESPN, on Sports Talk Radio, all that stuff that was advocating hard for Ryan Leaf saying that Ryan Leaf was going to be by far the better quarterback. He had more of an upside. Uh, Peyton Manning seemed to have plateaued. He wasn't going to get any better. He was good in college, but that's about as good as he could be. You know, all like those were things legitimately said before that draft. I think it was a 98 draft. Yeah, I remember Those are things that were legitimately said. So, again... Anybody who says that's like, oh, these are can't miss prospects. This is these certifiable future Hall of Famer. They don't know. Yeah. No, none of us know. None of us know. The only thing that I can say that I do know a thousand percent is that a majority of the people that you see picked in a draft this year will not be in the NFL in three years. They won't. That's just what it is. Maybe they'll play in the USFL if it's still around. Maybe the XFL if it's still around. But it's not going to be the NFL. And that's just, you know, that that's the way it is. But uh, to your question, who do I think has more, you know, players that end up not making it or, or like that? I think I think that's football. I think it's the NFL by far. Yeah. Because you get even more basketball. Now, basketball has the G League. Yeah. So even if you're not good enough to immediately jump into the NBA, they can draft you and then you just go down to the G League and you can still play there, do well. If you don't like that, you can go to Europe and play. You know, they had they make big money in Europe or China yeah. or Taiwan, as it were, you know, anything like that, like Spain and France and Italy, they all have big basketball leagues there. They do. It's ridiculously big. So you still have a chance to make a living, make money doing all that. There's nothing like that for football. It's not there. That, that's why I would like to see NFL kind of uh, not necessarily buy the XFL, but use the XFL as a farm system. Well, they kind of have a, a working agreement, yeah. I think, with the XFL, and I think a little bit with the USFL, too. My, I had an idea, like, I want to say, like, 10, 15 years ago, something like that. So it's like one of those little things you doodle down on a notebook. But I had, like, an idea of doing, like, a, a post-college farm league for the NFL. Okay. Like where it would be a professional league. Think of like a spring league or something like that, like an XFL, like a USFL, but based in these college cities. So based like in Alabama. So you'd have like, you'd have like the Alabama Crimson Tide 
and they would play as Alabama or you'd have Clemson and you'd have Michigan and you have all that kind of stuff. And they would play as these schools, but it would all be people who are postgraduates, people who are out of college and either didn't get drafted by the NFL or want to do a little bit more working with their, and they can just like stay in these kind of like, almost like a professional college league. Yeah. As, as that. And so you kind of have it set up as the branding and the marketing is already there for the college teams. It's might be a lot of players that, you know, still, so there's still that kind of pull, um, you know, it would, I don't think it would obviously be as popular as regular college football is, well, yeah. but yeah. I think it would be like something like it, it would be an interesting little extra thing. At least that was my idea. Again, kind of far-fetched fantasy, just kind of daydreaming kind of stuff. But I'd like to see that happen. I'd like to see that happen somehow. Yeah. You know? I kind of missed yeah. the, what was it, NFL Europe back in the day? Yeah, the old, well, it's, I remember it sort of as the World League. What was and that then, one was? Uh, Yeah, then it went to NFL Europe, and then it became NFL Europa, and then they just killed it. Yeah. Um by the end, every team was in Germany, which is why it surprised me. It took so long for them to get back to Germany with one of these international games, you know, yeah. uh, and they finally did that last year. And now they got two in Germany this year. Um, and if you remember seeing last year's Germany game, the Germans went fucking nuts for that. Game. <laughs> well, they're, they're nuts. I gotta love the Germans. Yeah. Um, so, well, you know, kind of speaking of, of the Germany games and everything, um, NFL schedule gets released Tomorrow, Thursday night, even though they were releasing some of the oh, games today. When this is released, it'll be tonight. Yeah. You know, we're recording on Wednesday, but, you know, I think everybody knows that by now. Uh, but, you know, well, damn it. I, I messed it up all day today. I was like, you know what? I'm going to pretend that, we're, you know, we're, we're, we don't know what was going on. And we were going to predict that the Eagles and the Giants would be playing Christmas Day. And, yeah, I fucked that up. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, yeah Eagles and Giants are playing Christmas Day. <laughs> uh, yes. And hopefully there will be a Merry Christmas, fuck you, as the Giants uh, just you know keep Bart Scott to negative thirty yards rushing. Uh, Bart, and, Bart Scott is retired. Uh, oh yeah, Boston Scott. I forgot. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever you, you you didn't respond to my meme I sent you and uh, on no, Facebook. No, no. Listen again. Like I said, I've been having a bad day. <laughs> Not all because of the Devils, but a little bit because of the Devils. And I just have no time for your Eagles bullshit right now. There's so much other stuff going on. I don't need that. Um, funny meme, though. I will give you that. It's pretty funny. So, you know, let's say we have the money to, to go to the every game that we want to go to. Are, would you be more excited to see them Christmas Day or Black Friday? Giants playing if Philly. They, if they had played on Black Friday... Uh, probably I would have liked Black Friday more. Um, just because Christmas is kind, you know, Christmas I kind of just want to relax, just spend time with family, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I don't want to, you know, fear for my life being assaulted in Philadelphia. Well, you don't have to worry about that because we'll be we'll be busy throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't see. Here's the thing. I don't think Philadelphia would show Santa Claus again. I I like, think they, they have learned, the balls. They've learned. It's been over 50 years. I think it's close to 60 years now um, since the yeah. Santa Claus game. Yeah. And I just, I, 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 I don't think that would happen. Uh, surely those snowballs would be thrown at me, especially <laughs> if the Giants started to win 
or won oh, the geez, game. Yeah. Like that would just be. You yeah. Wanna, if, if, if the Giants, if you were with, if me and you went to the game and the Giants won on like a last second field goal or whatever, um, you would see just dust and me gone. I, I would not want to be around you. <laughs> No, not, no, not, no, not no, for no, your no, trash no, talk no, or anything. No, but... no, 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 no. Granted, I know I'm six foot eight and three hundred pounds, but you're 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 my security blanket. You're my safety blanket there, man. You're you're my you're my ticket out of there. Ticket like, out of there alive. Like my dad used to say uh, to my you ain't, uncle, go, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like my dad used to say to my uncle Mickey. My uncle Mickey was built like me, just a, a twig. And he said, if I ever get into a fight, I'm grabbing you by the ankles and using you as a baseball bat. So I'm pre- pretty sure you're going to do that to me. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm grabbing you. You're going in front of me like a human shield, and I'm pushing our way the fuck out of there, man. <laughs> I'm doing that. But uh, interesting, interesting with the Christmas Day game. The 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 Black Friday game ended up being the uh, the Jets and Dolphins. Um, that, depending on how the Dolphins do, the yeah. Dolphins have had a lot of pieces. They look to be pretty good. The Jets got Aaron Rodgers, and they have a pretty solid team there anyway. So that has a chance to be a very good, interesting game if Tua can be healthy for most of the season. And if he's healthy for that game, that could be a fun little uh, after Thanksgiving game Yeah, to watch. Um, it kind of stinks that the NFL is kind of stepping on the NHL because the NHL kind of was trying to establish the Black Friday game as like their thing. Oh, okay. They were like the Thanksgiving, uh, they were doing like the Thanksgiving classic game where they have a game on on Black Friday after Thanksgiving and doing all that kind of stuff. So uh, maybe they'll still do it as like a noon thing and that'll lead into the NFL. So that could definitely be something. But uh, so we know that. Um, and then it looks like the rumors were true about the international games, at least the one involving the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, the original rumors going around is that it was going to be Chiefs Bears okay. in Germany and that the Chiefs kind of put the kibosh on that. They said they wanted to keep the Bears game as their home game. Um, I don't know what the reasoning for that was. Maybe they think the Bears have a bigger following or whatever the case is. Uh, but it turns out that it will now be the Chiefs and the Dolphins in Germany, which that was going to be Tyreek Hill's return to Arrowhead. Oh, yeah. But instead, now it is in Germany, and a lot of people are upset by that fact um, and saying, oh, the NFL screwed up. But I think this is more of a case of where the, the Chiefs kind of put their own input on this one. So um, interesting to say the least, again, there were rumors that the Giants and Eagles was going to be the Black Friday game. Yeah. And again, we've learned that that wasn't the case, that that was the Giants and Eagles are Christmas, and that the Jets and Dolphins are going to be the Black Friday game. But the Dolphins are in a bunch of these games, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and then you got a couple other of the international games. Uh, what about Thanksgiving? The, Did they release any Thanksgiving games? I don't know. I, I don't believe so. I don't remember seeing them. I only remember seeing the, the overseas. I've seen, no. I haven't seen Schefter say anything. Yeah. I haven't seen anything from Rappaport. And I haven't seen anything from the NFL directly. Let me take a look on the old twits. The old Twitter here. Uh, Going to look this up here. Filling time. Uh, 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 you know, while you're l- looking that up, 
as uh, I was looking on Twitter, I think it was just a, a, one of our followers or whatever commenting on the Philadelphia Eagles post of the, the Christmas Day game. Is this the game you guys bring Kelly Green jerseys back? I don't. I don't think they they wait that late. Maybe they make it as a second or third game. Well, they, they can. Might, they might have two. Well, I mean, I think they're going to wear the Kelly Greens more than once. Yeah. Um. Since that is their ultimate, I believe they got rid of the black. I believe so. The Kelly Greens are going to be their alternates Alternate, now. Okay. Not just. Uh, Even though I uh, like the black ones. Uh, I was not a fan. I was not mm-hmm. a fan of that. Uh, but I think it, it would be a pretty cool looking matchup having the Kelly Greens going up against the Giants color rush. Yeah. With the old school uh, Giants on the helmet and the old school 80s look. I mean, you'd have an 80s versus 80s kind of look there. Yeah. Uh, that would look cool on a Christmas day. I think that would look cool. Um, the first game and the first game that I, I would like to see the Kelly Greens back. And this is a rumor from Donna Kelsey, the Kelsey's mother that they're going to be playing Kansas city the second week, bring them back. against. That would look nice. Yeah. You know what I want to see? I want to see more color. Alternate jerseys. Can they wear them away or is that strictly at home? They can wear them away. Okay. Cause that's, that's the rumors that they're going to be playing in Kansas. I think Kansas city is a away game. It's just that we're trying to figure out where in the schedule they're at. But the problem is, then Kansas City would have to wear white. Oh, and I don't okay. know if they'll do that at home because that's the thing too. But that's something I would like to see the NFL changes. Like if there's contrasting colors, like if it's a blue versus red or a green versus red kind of matchup or an orange versus blue, something like that. Yeah. You know, allow both teams to wear their color uniforms. Yeah. Because I, I think that would look amazing. You have that Kansas City red popping up against that Eagles Kelly Green. Oh, come on. That would look great. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big <laughs> fan of that. Um, I'm on the NFL's Twitter, and nothing new from what I can see here as far as the schedule uh, releases. Just uh, same stuff, the international ones. Um Jaguars have two back-to-back games uh, against the Falcons and then against the Bills, uh, one in Wembley, one at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, You have October 15th is then the Titans and the Ravens. (laughs) Depends on what Titans team shows up. Uh, (laughs) Like, here's the thing, though. The Jaguars are like, should be pretty good now. So, like, that Falcons game, I think, will be interesting because the Falcons can be good. Yeah. Uh, and then the Bills-Jaguars game, I think, is going to be an excellent game. So, uh, the, where, where the Jaguar games used to be the throwaway London games, like, I'm not waking up at 9.30 to watch that. It's like, ah, I might as well wake up to watch it. Yeah. Uh, football's football. And then, yeah, the other Germany games, which is the Dolphins and Kansas City, which we talked about, and the Colts and the Patriots on November 12th. So that will be those games. Uh, as far as there being any leaks, let me see if there's any unofficial leaks from anybody. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm not see. Oh, yeah, the New Year's Eve game. 
uh, Cincinnati versus Kansas City and Kansas City again. That'll be nice. That, yeah, that like I said to you, that could decide everything for for the season. Uh, some people are upset. They're saying like, "Oh, that game should have been earlier this season. That game might not mean anything." In that AFC, I think that game's going to mean something. Yeah, uh, the AFC is just that good. Um, Schefter has posted um, nothing schedule wise. Just uh, teams uh, uh, travel uh, miles this year. Which again, I get that he would have to know what the schedule is, yeah. but um, nothing as far as that. Although he does state that, uh, as far as that goes, the Seahawks will be traveling the most this year at thirty-one thousand six hundred miles this season. They will be traveling. Okay. Uh, the team that will travel the least amount will be the Cincinnati Bengals. They will be traveling only 11,942 miles. So they're not going to be traveling that far. The Philadelphia Eagles are smack dab in the middle of the pack with 17,549 miles. They are literally in the middle of everybody here. And the Giants are a little bit more than that. The Giants will be traveling 22,640 miles this NFL season so uh, not terrible but you know uh, a little jet lag yeah as we go here but yeah uh, I would assume the Seattle thing means that they're playing a lot of East Coast teams because they're not not, not going Uh, overseas right I don't know I don't think Seattle's playing any overseas games so now you have a case where they're just Again, they're all the way up in the corner there. Yeah, that's true. So, whoever they're playing, um, who who is the who's the NFC West playing this year? They play if they're playing the AFC South, that makes sense. Plus, they might be playing a lot of other uh, a lot of other teams. Let me see. The Seattle Seahawks. I don't know why I speak out what I'm searching. But. <laughs> Oh boy! Don't speak out what you're searching because I know your search for history. <laughs> Hot milf <laughs> teachers. Wait, what? Oh, sorry. Long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, Seattle's future opponents for 2023. Obviously, they have their division opponents, which are the Cardinals, Rams, and Niners. Uh, they are also going to be playing the Eagles. Okay. It, but that will be at home. They're playing the Commanders. That'll be at home. They're playing the Browns at home. They're playing the Steelers at home, and they're playing the Panthers at home. So that's all home games. Okay. So they're away games, obviously the divisional games, which is the Cardinals, Rams, and Niners. Then they will be playing the Cowboys. They're playing at the Giants. They're playing at Baltimore. They're playing at Cincinnati. They're playing at Detroit. And they're playing at Tennessee. So they're going East Coast uh, twice. They're going to the central time zone. Three or four times. With the Cowboys once. But they're still going pretty like uh, Cincinnati's still uh, East time zone, even though it's in Ohio. Uh, But that's still pretty far. Detroit, 
same thing and nashville that is that way too they got to travel all across the country a bunch so i think that's where they're racking up the miles yeah uh hey listen not my fault you decided to put a team in seattle you know <laughs> uh, you got to deal with that but uh that is what it is but we'll find out tomorrow the what, full schedule what's when it, do eight, the Giants eight Eagles play first? Uh, i think they said eight o'clock it usually gets leaked before then though uh, at some point with one of the uh, with one of the insiders, so whether that's later on tonight, obviously it'll suck because we'll be done recording and then it'll get released. It's like son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, but it seems like that'll be the case. Um, but it usually gets leaked before the eight o'clock announcement happens, uh, and that's it. That I'm excited just to see when do the Giants and Eagles play first. You know, when do they play up here at the Middlelands? Um, when do we play the Cowboys? What's opening week look like? What's that first Sunday night game going to be? Who's Kansas City playing on opening night Thursday? What are some of the Thursday night games going to look like? How many primetime games are the Jets going to get now because they got Aaron Rodgers? That's going to be something I want to look forward to. Um, I'm curious how many primetime games for Philly. I, I think we only had maybe one. You're going to have, no, uh, Philly's going to have a few. Yeah. Obviously, I think Philly, obviously, you're going to have the big ones. You're going to have Philly. Buffalo, uh, Kansas City. Uh, I think the Jets are in there now. Uh, Cincinnati, Dallas, even whether they're good or bad, they're always going to have some. Maybe the Giants get a couple more now because they played a little bit better. I could see the um, Giants getting at least two. Uh, I think I think so. I think you see the Giants maybe get a Sunday night game, maybe against the Cowboys. Um, they're usually good for that. Um, so I think, you know, what's going to, what are the Thanksgiving games going to be? That's something I want to see. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of interest in that. And as you can start planning our fall and start getting excited for the 2023 season and, uh, seeing what happens and for me to get my heart broken again and to, again, not get <laughs> the goddamn belt because the Giants <laughs> can't beat the goddamn Eagles. Hey, at least you got the, the King James cup. You're yeah, for that with the Devils, but man, <laughs> I, I I want the Stanley Cup out of out of all this, but man, just our goaltending is just so goddamn bad. So what is uh, Smitty playing, or is they or no, did he go back? no, because uh, Smitty got lit up in the first two games, and so they're like, oh, let's go back to Vitek, Vanacek, okay. and see what happens there. And in Game Three. Uh, the Devils won eight to four, but he let in some really soft goals, including three shorthanded goals. Wow! Again, the only reason we won that game was because our offense just was a decided to wake up and was a powerhouse and just blew them away. Yeah. But again, it was a decision I didn't like. I think we should have went back to Smitty for last night. I, a lot of people shared that opinion, but Lindy Ruff decided to stay with Vitek, even though he was. Very shaky in that game that we won. He stuck with them, and uh, the Hurricanes ended up scoring four goals in uh, five minutes Holy in the second shit. period. Yeah, it was. It went from one to one. It was one one at the end of the first. After Vitek let in a bouncing puck goal, I'm not going to blame him for that one. You know, it actually just was a bouncing puck, good hit by you know the, whatever. Good for them. So it was one one. And then we get around to the 12-minute mark of the second period, and then it's just bang, 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 bang. And uh, you look around, and it's uh, 
It's five to one. Holy shit. And even at, when it was four to after he let in three and he called a timeout, I was like, okay, switch the goal. He's put Smith in now. At least give us a chance. We're only down three. It's a lot, but do something. But he didn't. He left VTech in there. And literally two minutes later, another goal. Bang. And it became five one. Then he pulls Smitty. But it's like we're already four down now. Who gives a yeah. shit? And then Smitty came in uh for for VTech and uh he let one in like five minutes later. It was six to one. And then he kept the rest out for the rest of the game, but yeah, it was already six to one. Who gives a shit? Yeah. So the game was already gone. And it's like, well, now we're down three to one. Now we got to go to Carolina uh, with absolutely no goaltending to speak of. Um, back against the wall. I mean, can we win? Sure. But we got to win three in a row now uh, with a goaltender that has no confidence and a goaltender who's, you know, younger than baby shit. So, you 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 know what? It just dawned on me now why your goaltending sucked this this series. I don't I don't know I don't know because like I said the, the regular season VTech was pretty good. You know what I mean? He was actually very solid in that. Um. So I don't know why all of a sudden in these playoffs against the Rangers and against Carolina, he turned into a sieve. And Schmitty was good against the Rangers. Uh, outside of one game, which I'm not even going to blame him for. I think there was a lot of uh, shitty calls and other things like that in that game. But outside of that, he played very well against the Rangers. But then he also was a sieve against Carolina. And we've had no answer. There, there's only one that. There's only one answer to get them back on, on, on pace. They need some W. They do. I got to tell you, because whatever whatever VTech was doing last night, um, he wasn't focused. There was no focus from him whatsoever. And when you look at that, and it's like, clearly he must have been trying some off-brand kind of, uh, of drink, trying to hydrate or get some kind of energy boost. But it wasn't Dubby. And, and it showed, because there was, again, simply no focus. And when you have yourself some Dubby, you focus. The, the, the focus is there. You don't have a choice. You know where that puck is. You could see everything around you. It's almost like looking through a different dimension. You know, they say the game slows down for you when you're playing well and you have that focus. That's what W does for you. Whether you're playing hockey or just living life, the world will slow down around you as you are able to focus on each little thing. And on top of all that, listen, the great thing about W is that you don't get the jitters. You don't get that crash, which is also something that was happening with VTech. Man, you could see he kind of got jittery. He wasn't sure what he was supposed to do. His glove hand was just shaking around. You know, you know why? Because he's probably crashing. But you don't have to worry about that with W because there's no sugar in W. And also, W has what? What? What is it? Is a patented neurofactor? Yes. You know what I mean? It's derived from the coffee cherries. It's it's it, it it helps your brain again with the focusing, so you don't get the crash, you don't get the jitters, and you get that extra super neuro factor focus that you could only get with W. And they're delicious flavors, which I know you love the beach and peach. I'm a big fan of the dub sludge. Uh, what's the other? Don't they have one named after like a monkey or something? Yeah, I've been uh, lately been drinking monkey madness. That's the one, monkey madness. You know what I'm saying? Delicious, delicious flavors, and again. If you go to w.gg right now, you can check out all of their purchasable options, including one 
which is a trial pack. So you could try each one of their flavors, see which one you like the best. And here's the best part out of all this. When you do go to W.GG and you do check out all their purchasable options, and then you go to checkout and the promo code, if you put in ST Sports 18, that is ST Sports 18 there at checkout, you get yourself 10% off of your order. You can't beat that, ladies and gentlemen. Be focused and be full of tasty, delicious energy with Dubby. So hopefully your goaltenders will both, just in case, because I'm not sure if you know who's starting or not, but both of them. I think I'm going to order some okay. using the code SD Sports 18 to get the 10% off and send it down to Raleigh to the doubles locker room and just be like, listen, I don't know who's starting, but I bought one for each of you down this now. And let's go out there and let's get this dub <laughs> from Dubby. That's why it's called Dubby. You got to get the dub. Exactly. You got to get Dubby to get the dub. That's, you know, it's the bottom line right there. It says it in the name. If you want the dub, you got to get Dubby. And I'll do my part and I'll watch the game and I'll be, be your, 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 Free, I don't know. Lucky I, don't know if I want that. I don't know if I want that. I really don't know if I want that. That that you can you can watch some. Go watch the Good Doctor or something. I don't know. <laughs> I am a surgeon. If anybody gets that, that's pretty funny. But I never watched the Good Doctor. It's a really terrible fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say about that. I apologize to anybody who watches the Good Doctor and thinks it's a good show. Uh, you're wrong. But I apologize for calling you dumb. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, what is that it? Is that all we got today? I think that's that's it for today. That was a good one. Yeah, I think it was fun. You know, the, the, not at least again, not a lot going on, but we talked a little baseball, we talked a little football scheduling, talked a little draft action, who sucks, who doesn't. Uh, talked a little dubby. Uh, reluctantly talked about how my devils suck, but you know, <laughs> listen, at the end of the day, that's all good stuff, man. But uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm done. I got nothing else to say. All I'm right, done so- apologizing. I got no more apologies. <laughs> Yeah, you, you ran out of your apology limit. Until <laughs> next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And it's your boy King. See you Christmas Day, Boston Scott. Yeah, the Rangers still suck. <laughs>